do not adjust your settings. Take your hands off the keys. Your search is over. These are the geeks you're looking for. You found Geek Watch One with Kylan and Ken. This is going to be quite a ride. That's a bad I love you. Me too, man. Hit me, hit me, my turn. Am I the meanest? Am I the prettiest? Show now! Am I the baddest mofo low down around this town? Show now! Well, who am I? Show now! Shogun of Harlem. For what lies ahead, ready are you. We're police officers. We're not trained to handle this kind of violence. Hey Geeksters, I'm Kylan. And I'm Ken. And you found Geek Watch One. Welcome back, Geeksters, to Geek Watch One. Once again coming to you live from the well, recorded live, from the <laughs> Motherwife Creation Studios in beautiful green Ohio. Well, beautiful and white. <laughs> Which is funny. We went from frozen last Sunday to 60 degrees in the middle of the week to Winter Storm Hunter coming through on Friday. Mm-hmm. So we're back to white again. That's right, we are. And we're supposed to get more snow tomorrow, I guess. Isn't that wonderful? Oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> So, how are you guys doing? We're both sick, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kind of sick. Oh, that sucks. We're, we're battling various diseases at the moment. That's all good. We'll, we'll overcome and adapt and all That's that right. stuff. But Kylan got a special surprise this week at the comic shop. Yes, What'd I you did. Get? Well, okay, there was something that... Back in the summer, our dealer um, told us... Um, told me about... He, it was in previews before I had seen previews. And um, it was one of those weeks that for some reason Kylan didn't go in and I went in on my own and he was able to tell me about it. And I'm like, yeah, just order that. I said, it was supposed to come in in the fall and I thought maybe it would be in time for his birthday. Well, it wasn't. (laughs) And it got delayed. They kept delaying the shipping. I have no idea why. But I kept looking on the Diamond Distributors website and they kept delaying it and delaying it. And then it was supposed to come in just before Christmas and then it didn't. And... JC had basically, he, he and I had agreed on like a signal when it came in. He would give me a signal that Kyla wouldn't see that it, came, that it had come in. Well, it still didn't come in till, for Christmas. And so just this past week, it finally came in. And as we were in the shop, he did actually sig- signal me that it was in with Kyla not looking. So he had no idea. And by the Yeah, time but that, that's actually, I've noticed with Kyla, that's kind of easy to do. Yeah, it's oblivious. Once his head goes another way. A lot of times, Kylan's oblivious to what's around him. (laughs) Oh, God, no, I'm not. Yeah, uh huh. Yeah, Uh, yeah, Kylan. Uh, You miss a lot. (laughs) You you don't like to think you do, but you do. We have little conversations when you're looking that way and we're talking. You don't even notice. (laughs) But anyway, I'm I'm safe around you guys. That's true. Be like that. You think you're safe around us. Uh, <laughs> you're anyway. barely Dawn, and you're thinking you're safe around her? Uh-huh. Mm. They, anyway, they came in, so by the time we got back to the, to the desk after pick, getting our picks for the week, um, I said, oh, it's okay. He can know what it is. And so JC went to the back and got it, and Kylan got it. What'd you get? It was the... Uh, which edition was it? Oh, it was the Marvel Knights uh, Heroes for Hire uh, set with... Luke Cage and Iron Fist, along with their statues, statues, along with their um, basically their uh, bios, 
And it was all in just magazine one, form. In magazine form. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. So that I didn't even know this thing was out. Yeah, that this had been in planning for a while. And this is why a lot of times I don't let him look at previews magazine because I can find out about these things without him knowing. <laughs> and he doesn't realize that you're, he's not looking at it. He's like, oh, well. Because <laughs> it's not something you're randomly going to see online or no. in an ad on TV or something no. like yeah. that. So. <laughs> So he finally got his Christmas surprise after even Orthodox Christmas, but still. <laughs> <laughs> so I got that, and now I have my Luke Cage belt buckle, and I got the super, uh, well, the hero, well, you, you framed it, but it was Luke Cage and Iron Fist, like, artist renderings. Okay. It's, and, it's minimalist art. There's an artist who um, does these minimalist portraits that I found on Etsy. Ah, okay. So I, so now he has a whole collection and, of and so Heroes for a, Hire. Uh, so now, so you have, do you have a spot in your house that's now the Heroes for Hire wall or corner? He wants it to be. He does. I, I, He's going to have a Heroes for Hire nook. We, we've chosen an area that, that may end up becoming that, so we'll see. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but that, that was our bit of big geekiness this yes. week. Yes, cool. Well, that, then I started my... Uh, my I have a reading plan I put into place because last year was I my least literate year ever. <laughs> like I, I, are you saying you were illiterate yet last year? I, I, Just I, last year? He was close to it. <laughs> I was close to it. Like I think I can count on one hand the number of books I read last year. So, uh, so this year I'm not doing that because I, I have a goal and I've started to and I'm mixing novels and comics and graphics. So like during the week, Monday through Friday, it's comics. On the weekend, because generally I have more time, that'll be novels. And so I started that, and I'm I'm reading Flash Gordon Zeitgeist, and I'm almost done with that. And then I decided to restart the uh, X-Wing Rogue Squadron series. Do you have so Mercy Kill yet? I have all of them. Okay. Well, no, Mercy Kill's the one that came out, I think, last year or the year before. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I got that say, if you didn't, I have it. You could borrow. <laughs> I, have, I, have, I have the entire series. He wanted to make sure he had the whole set. Okay. And then, yeah. So, so yeah. Back. So, so which one? Well, no, your favorite. You probably enjoy the second half more than the first half, don't you? I don't, well, see. It started with, it wasn't Stackpole. It, it was the first half, and then um, Aaron Alston did the second half, right? Yeah, the second half was the one with. Uh, That's where it became more of a spy novel. Wraith with Wraith. Yeah, with Wraith Squadron. I, I just started reading the Wraith Squadron books when they when he started writing those. Okay. Not never I didn't get more into that, but I'm looking forward to it. So. Oh, so you've not really read much of those. Not much. So no. you don't know about the um the Ewok pilot. Oh, he'll get there's that. an Ewok pilot that's part of Wraith Squadron. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you'll see it when you, you'll appreciate it when you see it. Right. Well, see, because Nine Nub's sister was mentioned in the in the. In the first book, she was gonna be the XO for Rogue Squadron, but uh, according to um, Wedge, she didn't have the right temperament to teach because everything she did came naturally. She wouldn't be able to teach that skill to other pilots. So, yeah. like, okay. Now she's I'm thinking, probably too well, busy she... trying to cook her recruits. <laughs> Say what? <laughs> she was too busy trying to cook her recruits. Why would she? What, wait a minute. What, what are you referencing? Didn't the Ewoks try to eat? No, the no, other no. Guys? no. She, he's talking about uh, um, Sullivan, Nine Numbs sister. <coughs> no, okay. She was still an Ewok pilot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I was like, well, Ewok. It makes sense. Ewok X Wing pilot. Okay. I'm, 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 mm -hmm. You'll see. Okay. You'll see. You'll you'll love you'll love it when you see it. <laughs> yup. Yup. <laughs> so, um, I don't know, what did we do this week? Oh, I do have to um, give a shout out to Amazon because I can't tell you what we watched. 
But check out if you ever get a, um, if you have Amazon Prime and you get Amazon Preview from an um, email from them, sign up for it. This thing, this is an awesome program where you actually get to preview what they're coming, what they got coming out for Amazon, so you can actually um, help them decide whether or not they're actually going to continue with this or they need to make changes or whatever. Vicky and I got three hours of a new show that's going to be coming, and they actually pay you for your time. So it's kind of like <laughs> being a secret shopper for Amazon Video. So it almost sounds like they're trying to replace that what they were doing when they would have like three pilots and people would vote yeah. on which pilot was. This way it actually encourages people to participate. Mm -hmm. Maybe they didn't find that that was doing much. Well, it could also be that um, they use that to decide what series is to actually throw some money into. Mm -hmm. And then this actually shows them, okay, are we going in the right direction with this series right now? Right. Or do we need to make some changes, course corrections here? True. True. I mean, how many series do you see that first pilot and then the episode two on is a totally different totally show? Totally different. That's right. Right. So this actually gave you three episodes and just to see where, and you get a pretty good feel of where this show is going to go. Because mm -hmm. you know it's going to be only a ten episode show anyway. Right. Mm -hmm. So, speaking of which, as soon as you guys watch it, we got to sit down and talk about um, Philip K. Dick's Electric Dreams. Just came out, I believe, this weekend, wasn't it? Yes. Vicky and I saw the first episode. Amazing. T total mind-screwing, but <laughs> it was amazing. <laughs> so is this one that's weekly, or did it drop all at once? It all dropped at once. It's okay. all ten episodes are up there. Okay. If I remember right, that's just that's the way Amazon does it. They do that's more of the Netflix did, model. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So who, who, who's the only one that still does it weekly? Okay. Yeah. Right. So, and actually that's funny, because I actually had to talk my parents through how to turn on Hulu. They, <laughs> my mom went to the website, signed up, got all the billing and everything, got the email saying you have Hulu. Then she's like, okay. Then she calls me, okay, how do I get this on my TV? <laughs> what do I do? <laughs> <laughs> which was great, which was fine. I mean, it's like, you got to go to the store on your TV. Mm -hmm. Where's the Hulu app? Sign in, you're good to go. <laughs> and they called back, where is that? <laughs> yeah, we can't find the store on the TV. They, ne they probably have never used it before. <laughs> yeah. So, um, they, well, the, the, they have Netflix and Amazon Prime on there because they were actually, oh. they were using mine. Okay. <laughs> so that, that, but I had programmed those in. So I mean, my parents are not electronically illiterate. They just haven't. It's stuff that they hadn't dealt with before. Right. Mm -hmm. I, I had to explain to her. It's like it's the same thing as using your phone. And then when they figured that out, like, okay, that's not that bad because they have Android phones and stuff. <laughs> so just don't, don't order stuff on Amazon. Yeah, I got. Um, I we got go. home after Christmas and found um, they ordered that I have bought. I bought Santa Claus the movie, the old Dudley Moore. <laughs> Okay. That fantastic movie. I mean, I yeah, love that movie. Yeah, it's a good movie. movie. <laughs> I mean, I probably would have ended up buying it maybe at some point. But right. I get an email from Amazon saying, you bought $4 for blah, blah, blah. I'm like, what? I guess they're watching Santa Claus the movie. <laughs> <laughs> nice. But then I found out from my sister that um, they had said, well, we'll pay him back later. Because <laughs> they knew, at least they knew it was on my account. That's right. No, your mom did she didn't. I told her not to worry about it, but I mean, $4. She didn't realize it. And I own the movie now. Well, there you go. So, I don't know. Is there anything else we did that was exciting this week? As busy as we are, I decided to take classes for the next year. <laughs> yeah, she signed up through, um, you've heard of Crafty Mark in the mm -hmm. area. The well, they have an entrepreneurial ship thing that goes off to the side of it. Oh, nice. And it's five classes? Five classes in this, uh, from January to May, and then there's stuff in the fall. Okay. A couple of workshops. So. And since she had signed up, they did a scholarship thing. And so she signed up online to try to get that to get mm -hmm. in for free. Yeah, so she got 50% off the classes by doing that. Oh, so nice. it was like 20 bucks for all the classes and everything. Oh, cool. And then a chance and, um, to win um, grant money, too. So. Nice. Yeah, at the end, they had a micro grant for 1500 to two grand for for your business. Yeah. And um, like the classes, the first one is all about taxes and how to file, what you can do, mm -hmm. deduct, all that stuff. Yeah. Um, they have one on uh, your online presence, 
how to build your online presence. And that's the type of things these are. That's cool. So it's going to be fun. Nice. So that's basically all we did this week. <laughs> but um, I don't know. It's a pretty what quiet. Do we got? Yeah. What do we got in the news? Okay. We had uh, a few things this week. There were a few trailers that were dropped that for um, not big things necessarily, but uh, a couple of shows and an Yeah, the big one is movie. possibly coming out Monday. It's supposed to be. Um, uh, the show Krypton finally got a full trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's looking, you know, as dark as DC's known to be. Mm-hmm. Uh- <laughs> well, the interesting thing is they've changed the description of the show. Okay. Originally, it was all about Segel, the, mm-hmm. um, and this is about Segel. Yeah. But they've added in there that basically it's going to be um, something's happened in that generation that's put a, in jeopardy the um, Superman ever coming to Earth. Mm-hmm. So it's like Brainiac and Adam Strange go back to make sure that Superman is actually yeah, born and did, brought to they Earth. They did show Adam Strange mm-hmm. in the yeah. in the trailer. And I guess um, the from previous before, I guess Hawkman's supposed to be in here at some point mm-hmm. too. Yeah, that's what they said. Um, they, and they said, like, the tagline at the end was, um, about, had to do with basically, this is not about how we died, this is how we lived. Right? Which was, yeah. You yeah. know, all the other Superman stuff is the end of the planet, so you know uh-huh. everyone mm-hmm. died. But uh, And the other TV show that got a big preview, a big trailer, was Altered Carbon. They've had teasers up till now. Um, and it's a Netflix sci-fi show starting February 2nd, if you hadn't heard of it. If you like Blade Runner, any kind of cyberpunk, you're gonna like Altered Carbon. It looks pretty awesome. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, I think I saw the preview for that. Yeah, I I, po- I think I posted it on our Facebook page. So definitely go check out the trailer because you'll get into it. And the other one, the big big screen movie that's coming without an actual date yet, um, animated version, Teen Titans Go the movie. Yes. <laughs> I did hear about that one. And it's one. a cute trailer. It's a very cute trailer that starts out all with Wonder... They're all dressed as Wonder Woman except for Cyborg. Yeah, I did. Okay, I did watch that. <laughs> yes, because... No, no, no. Cyborg was dressed as... Um, Robin was, wasn't. Robin wasn't. That's right. Robin wasn't. He's, yeah, it was, he's, even he's Cyborg. Big old Cyborg was dressed up as Wonder that's Woman. That's right. They all had their tiaras and everything, and um, because that's the most popular movie from last year, so they all dressed as, as Wonder Woman. Um, but it, it's kind of cute. I mean, if you like Teen Titans Go, you're probably going to see it. Your kids are going to want to see it. It's It looks cute, but, you know, I'm, <laughs> I'm not going to pay to go see the movie. But, <laughs> but it's out there. So, so you know, but there's no release date yet, but it, uh, it does have a trailer. Okay. And, um, yeah, the, the big one that is supposedly coming soon is Solo. Yeah. That, so, uh, they the, keep saying it's coming on this date. Nope. Rumors it's coming on this date. Yeah, nope. We, rumors. <laughs> we talked about that on Wiki Radio, how um, all the indications showed it was supposed to be January 12th. Yeah. On Good Morning America. It was supposed to be Good Morning And January 12th has passed. Mm-hmm. So now it looks like it's probably, um, for us, tomorrow morning, but the 15th, which is which is Monday morning. Yeah. At um, on Good Morning America. If not, it'll be it during. Uh, no, wait. There is no Monday Night Football tomorrow night, is there? No, nope. I don't know. No, nope. they're, they're in postseason. So one thing that um, we thought since they're we'll waiting just drop so late, the Dancing with the Stars. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, one thing that we were thinking in Wookie Radio was the fact that um, since it's so late and we're so close to like the Pro Bowl and Super Bowl, I, I see us getting a thirty-second or one-minute teaser. And then it'll happen. And then the Super, Super Bowl, Bowl, you'll get the full length trip. Yeah, that, that's what I've heard a lot of people say is it'll be Super Bowl. The, so the we're going to get the teaser, but The not only that. reason they've been talking about Good Morning America is that's, is that's where the Rogue One trailer dropped. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And since it's the similar, you know, set of stories, that's why they were well, talking really, about Well, really, if you that. look at Disney TV, which is ABC at this point, mm-hmm. the only major show that's going to get the wide range, other than like Monday Night Football or this, like the Super Bowl or something, is going to be Good Morning America. It mm-hmm. still has a huge viewership. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but that that was the only 
thing for the trailers. Um, I still say they need they need to um, drop it first thing in front of um, and do it in front of the Last Jedi, and then that Monday put it on Good Morning America. Yeah, but now with everyone dropping the Last Jedi out of theaters, it's not gonna. Yeah. <laughs> You see, China got rid of most of it. Like yep. most theaters have completely dropped Last Jedi. Huh. Yeah, no, it didn't. I, I, didn't well. I didn't read. I didn't read all the reasoning behind it and that, but they just decided once their four weeks or whatever was up, they were done. Yeah, it didn't do well in China. That's yeah. weird. Um, I don't know. Well, the, um, the interesting thing though is uh, you look at the money that it's made. It's it's still already it's about dead center right now between Rogue One and um the, and the Force mm-hmm. Awakens. Yeah. So it still did a phenomenal run, even oh, though yeah. people with all the controversy and stuff. It I mean um, Forbes did this whole article on comparing it with everything else. It's like it had the opening for similar to Force Awakens. Mm-hmm. Then it had the drop off like Batman v Superman, but then it came right back the next week yeah. and stuff. Interesting. Speaking of box office, um, I saw that they said Jumanji has beat Justice League. Yeah. At the box office in fewer Jumanji weeks. Jumanji is actually doing a lot better Jumanji than we expected. Jumanji actually picked up after the first couple weeks. See, Once I, people stopped going to Star Wars, they started going see, to Jumanji. I, yeah. I, I have yet. We've we been haven't busy. seen it yet. We've wanted we to see it. We haven't either. Um, and then the other thing was they said there's huge numbers for pre-sale for Black Panther that may end up beating the opening weekend box office for Spider-Man Homecoming. Wow. And I have to tell you how awesome Dawn is. I could see Cause that. Because not only not only did Dawn uh, surprise, surprise me with uh, the Heroes for Hire set, she, this woman never pays. She will never buy like presale tickets like for uh, Star Wars. Yeah. No. No, we go week at a time for we, Star we'll, Wars. That's fine. Hey, um, I'm trying to think something else that you wouldn't buy. Well. Transformers is completely out. <laughs> she, she just doesn't see the point. Next time they put out Transformers, I'll go with you, man. Uh, <laughs> I love Transformers. Vicky watches them too, so we'll all go. But Dawn texted me at work on Thursday because I think she wants to Wednesday. see me. It was on Wednesday because she wants to see me act fool at work. And she bought pre-sale tickets for Black Panther. <laughs> Cool. It went on sale this past Monday. Yeah. Places are already selling out. I bought them out. on Wednesday. Places like in California and stuff, they're already selling out for opening night. I bought them at our usual place for the Thursday night. There are probably already 30 seats sold out of that theater. Yeah. So. I'm wondering, I'm wondering when that theater is finally going to put in recliners. It's like the only Cinemark theater that doesn't have them yet. It has recliners. It does? It yeah. leans back. The oh, one the falls? back, yeah. No, I mean where the feet kick out and... Oh, oh no, 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 no. No, no, no. no. The, the other ones have actual powered recliners. No, those, those are just... Powered leather chairs. recliners. <laughs> hey, the perfect when you're short and your feet don't even touch the ground. It's <laughs> <laughs> the only reason I like No, that's the way to... Because the seats are a little bit wider usually. They're, um, their armrests are a little bit bigger and you just sit back and relax. The aisles are actually... You can actually walk in front of the chairs. Oh. Well, see, that's good. good. <laughs> Have you guys not been to any of the the power recliner ones? No. Well, we've been to Value View. Yeah, Value View. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. When that's they the first recliners. got them. When they first yeah, okay, got yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah that's right. It's, it's just, it's more one. comfortable. Yeah. Even if you don't recline the seat out, it's just a more comfortable seating. Well, mm. I'm fine with the ones that... Yeah. <laughs> that's where we oh. end up usually going also. Like. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, those those were the box office stuff. Um and in case you missed it, Fox has updated release dates on three of their big movies. Yeah, I heard about this. Um, first of all, in, in something that actually makes Kylan happy for what may be the end result of a certain actor leaving, Gambit has lost yet another director. And <laughs> director one, number three is gone. <laughs> that one may go permanently on hold, at least until all the Disney stuff clears so out. So far, uh, losing the director, although they didn't claim that this was the reason they shifted it, um, 
But they did shift the date from what would have been February of 2019 to June of 2019. Okay. And... In addition, they have also shifted New Mutants from this year to next year. Um, it was supposed to be in April, and now it's not going to come out till next February. <coughs> the, the, do you think it's um, reshoots? or? Well, it is, but not in a bad way, because apparently one of the things I was reading was that early test marketing... Um, people who, who got to see the preview of it or the, the condition it's in now, they didn't like kind of the mediocre reactions they were getting, and they're putting it back to make it scarier. Okay. They want it to be full-on horror. I guess people people saw it as a horror and accepted it as that, but they weren't getting scared enough. So now they're okay. making it scarier. <laughs> that's, that's what I read. Um, that's like if this, someone had seen my original reaction to like Alien. Yeah. It's like, I didn't jump. It wasn't a scary jump. I mean, now I see it as a horror movie. Yeah. But it was just my perception when I first saw it. It was a um, science fiction alien movie. Right. So, it, and nothing really scared me, scared me, because I'm watching a sci-fi movie. I don't right. know. It's, I was like 10 or 12 when well, I saw I it. Well, I think but. the thing is, though, the storyline they're following is is pretty scary in the comics. And I think maybe they're actually putting more of those elements in. Like, okay. getting a little closer to the comics. The interesting thing is pushing these out until later next year could really affect what happens now because of the Fox Disney deal and yeah. when that gets finalized. So they're kind of both going. That's what I'm wondering. Almost. That's like I said with um, especially with Gambit. There may not be some started. major overhauls once yeah. Disney takes over. Exactly, because they haven't even started filming or anything there. Yeah. At least mm -hmm. New Mutants has been filmed to a certain extent, and yeah. that. Um, and the third one is that Deadpool is no longer going to be Deadpool Two is no longer going to be released on June 1st. It's being pushed up to May 18th. So it's two weeks after Infinity War and one week before Solo. Hmm. Which means it's pushing Infinity War out of the first place, and Solo is seriously going to have to get major box office to kick it out of first place. Well, that, that's another theory that um, reason we haven't got a Solo trailer is they may still bump that to December. Since, since JJ's episode 9 has been bumped to December of 2019, if they move Solo mm -hmm. to December... I don't think it hurts Solo, because I, th I think Solo will be ready to go in um, May, no matter what. Mm -hmm. But if you move it to December, that just makes December a Star Wars month, and it locks it in. It also doesn't give you a year and a half before you have to see the next movie. Right. But then it's going to disappoint a lot of people if it doesn't show up when it's yeah, supposed to. Um, well, for, that's and the for problem no, they have For no it. reason, yeah. really. Well, you know what? But I guess they, do, they did schedule more reshoot or um, some pickup shots. They did. For the end of January, which is normal. That's yeah. actually, that's not anything about the movie. That's a normal thing. Yes. Is you got a line that was wrong or something just didn't yeah. play quite right. Every movie does this one. Well, you know, taking it over to a certain movie that I don't want to see made with, as long as a certain actor is involved, <laughs> I just realized I think I know who I would love to see in the role. And I bet you anything it will bring in a, a young director that would treat this movie right. The only one I can think of that he would enjoy more than Channing Tatum would be maybe Idris Elba comes in and they do a <laughs> uh, Black Gambit. <laughs> I don't mind a Black Gambit. <laughs> They'd have to have a Bishop movie at that point. Yeah, that'd I mean, be you, good. Not yeah. you know what? I'm okay but with that. Bishop. Bishop. He's, he's already Heimdall, so they're not going to make him another Marvel yeah, character. Right. Well, no, because technically the X-Men are on their own. But they're Marvel characters. Yeah. Well, because you got, um, was it Josh Brolin is in X-Men Universe and the Marvel Universe. 
Well, and you you have Chris Evans too. Yeah, Chris, Chris Evans. That's true. Which he still wants to do that crossover movie. With I Hulk think that'd be awesome. <laughs> he <laughs> he is, wants to do what? A Fantastic is, Four. He Captain is entirely America? he is entirely willing to play two characters in one movie. Johnny Storm <laughs> and Captain America. He's willing to do it. Yeah, but I think a lot of the which regular... is ironic because not that long ago he was ready to just throw the talents mm-hmm. and done. Yeah, he's what he is. He's seeing the chances on different things now. He's like, oh, this could be fun. But no, no, you do that and then you cross over with Scott Pilgrim, so he gets to be that evil ex as well. Oh my god! And he's got three characters. <laughs> but in then, people but... watching Tom Cavanaugh hasn't he? <laughs> but but then if they if things work out with DC, then they can bring in the losers. They can... then no. he can be in that. Yeah, yeah so they... four characters. <laughs> there you go. See. So who who did you who would you like to see as Gambit? Leo Howard. Who? Who's Leo Howard? The the kid that was the kid that was the uh, the main character the the lead character from uh, Kicking It. Oh, the one that um he was young. Young Conan. Young he, Snake Eyes. Young Snake Eyes. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah, and he was also young Conan. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. he's old enough now. Yeah. Yeah, he he's, he's early he's 20. twenty. Yeah, he's yeah. twenty now. So yeah. I could see that. Yeah. Because they isn't the other one from Kicking It the girl isn't she the one that's in that's it that the. the, the the Romeo and Juliet preform. Cloak and Dagger. Cloak and Dagger. Is that her? Is that her that's in Cloak and Dagger? I think that's her. I still say if um, the one that would actually work, because he's already got the accent on his own, and this is one that's old school, one that possibly would have been Lucas Black. The yeah. guy who played, he was in um, Fast and Furious, Tokyo Drift, and some of the other ones from yeah. that. But he's been in a bunch of other things also. Yeah. But it's like, dude, he's already Cajun. Right. Well, he has that, a good look. Yeah, but that's the excuse they're using with Channing Tatum because yeah. he's from Louisiana. He but at least Lucas Black has a look, has the look for it. Yeah, true. Okay, going beyond all these. <laughs> <laughs> there is um, going outside of comic books for the moment. The um, if, if if you know the movie Snowpiercer. Which, yes. Speaking of Chris Evans, <laughs> I just realized he said Snowpiercer. <laughs> um, Jennifer Connelly has. Is, is going to be in a TV show on TNT. Um, they've just ordered it to a series. Yes. Uh, if you don't know about it, it's basically an apocalypse story, but it's an ice age, and the entirety of the population is on an, a huge, long train that never stops moving. Yeah. Um, and there are various... The further back you go in the cars, the lower your status is in society. And so, you know, everyone at the front is high class and rich and all that. And as you go further, further back, they're poor. Well, they're um, rich and think they're high class. <laughs> yes. That's okay. the way it okay, usually we'll works that. here. We'll put that. We'll, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll make it that. Um, so basically, they've, they've greenlit in a, a full season for it. And um, Bong Joon-ho, who, uh, the South Korean who made the original movie... Uh, who has also worked on Okia, which we've talked about previously, and The Host, um, he is going to actually be involved in it as producer. Okay. Um, so it's still going to have that feel. The pirate episode, the pilot episode is going to be directed by Scott Derrickson from Doctor Strange mm-hmm. um, and written by Josh Friedman, who did War of the Worlds and was uh, involved in the Terminator Sarah Connor Chronicles. And uh, it'll basically follow, it'll start where the movie starts. It'll follow that progression of the movie. And Jennifer Connelly is in it playing a first-class passenger who serves as the voice, which is what makes PA announcements. Um, And uh, so, yeah, it's going to follow basically how the movie follows and go a little further into that story about the ones in the back who want to be at the front and their struggle to get there. 
It's okay. a really it's a really good movie if you haven't caught it yet. Well, it's interesting that TNT is doing it because TNT is slowly but surely adding this stuff to their. I think what it is is Warner Brothers, I believe, still officially owns TNT now mm-hmm. because it was Turner. But um, right. it, they've noticed that on mainstream TV, the or on your big four networks, and actually you could throw. Um, the CW in there now too, so the big five networks, because mm-hmm. CW is getting close mm-hmm. to, with these guys. But um, they're noticing that the best ratings on these channels is coming from your sci-fi genre or sci-fi fantasy, basic geek genre shows. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, even the ones like Scorpion, which tech mm-hmm. is kind of an outlier of a geek level show because it's yeah. all about tech. Yeah. Um, these are the shows getting the and you look at what TNT has on the lineup. They have librarians. Mm-hmm. That's just a straight geek show. They put that alienist that just starting out, mm-hmm. which is a Victorian sci-fi show, basically. I mean, they're slowly the Snowpiercer. They're they're mm-hmm. starting to fill their lineup with it too. Well, yeah, I think I think a lot of channels are are noticing that as long as it's well written, it's the dramas that are drawing the audience, and it doesn't matter that it like you don't have to have a legal drama or a medical drama. It can be a sci-fi drama. Yes. It can be a fantasy drama. Yeah, it can even have a bit of fun, like the librarians. But, oh I yeah, mean, as long the as librarians is all fun. We've been uh, actually watching that last week. That's as long as it's well written, it's gonna draw the audience, mm-hmm. and they're finally realizing that they don't need all these mm-hmm. stupid medical and police yeah. shows. Well, that's because <laughs> what it is is that we're seeing the generation is shifting mm-hmm. because basically your um, CSI that's hitting more of a broad range, but most of your a lot of your medical dramas, a lot of your um, cop drama shows. They're still hitting. That generation is getting to the point where you're getting 50 and up on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, younger people are watching it some, but nowhere near what your demographic of 50 years old and up. Yeah. Now, well, see, that's the reason why you get you're getting like police procedural adjacent now because yeah. Lethal Weapon is actually yeah. more of your cop action show like what we used to uh-huh. have. Yeah. SWAT. It's the buddy show. SWAT is more cop action. To be honest with you, uh, Hawaii Five O yeah. is more. Cop action. Yeah, and it's then, not the straight up procedural of Law and Order and NCIS right. and all that. Kind yeah, of those, those. We're. I think we're slowly going to see NCIS and C- Law and Order and CSI. Those ones are slowly because they're slowly losing those shows because mm-hmm. they used to be between those three. There was like ten shows, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and we're slowly losing little bits of those as we're going. True. But see, but see, I think CSI is trying to shift and kind of go more. Actiony because I think um, not CSI NCIS yeah like NCIS well they've always had a high degree of action in that yeah yeah there's been more action in that than in CSI that's true that's true but NCIS has LA which is more actiony than their standard NCIS mm-hmm. and the standard NCIS I think it, the it, when they brought on uh, gosh what's his name uh, Wilmer Valderrama like yeah. his character is the more action they're bringing in younger characters that's yes. what they're trying yeah. to do with it yeah. So it's like, what it is is the, the I think there we may be seeing an influx of younger executives in there too. Mm-hmm. That people that are actually also wanting to see these shows. Yes. More of our generations and right. stuff. Right. I mean, we're older than most of what the demographics are looking for right now because um, all of us all are almost we're almost all over the age of forty. Right. Yeah, but see, we're <laughs> so, we're we're the ones that are actually driving, helping drive the economy. Exactly. So they want our dollars, and you know. Then they're like, well, okay, we want these people to buy our stuff, so we have to advertise on this show. Mm-hmm. And why do you think the CW is becoming this um, superhero network? Well, that mm-hmm. more and more our age are cutting cable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's another thing they're having to deal with is um, having to say, wait a minute, how are well the cable companies have been dealing reeling with this for a while with uh, people cutting 
um, mm -hmm. like Time Warner or Spectrum now, and all these other ones are like, wait a minute, how are we going to keep these uh, the money coming from these people who are not watching regular TV anymore? So since they're We're not watching, everything. they're not getting the um, advertisement, they're not getting mm -hmm. the you know. They, you don't. How are you going to show them what what you got? But that's why you're also you're, getting stuff like um, not, Sling TV now, um, yeah. YouTube TV. Have you seen that one? YouTube mm -hmm. actually has their own version of a Sling TV type yeah. platform, yeah. Mm -hmm. and it, but they're sitting at like twenty bucks a month. Mm -hmm. And for people, even if for me, I've looked at it like you know what, it'd be interesting to have like a Sling TV because there's only like two or three things that I can't watch legally on TV or on the internet. Mm -hmm. But like Sling TV has it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 20 bucks a month, I can get that couple of other things I don't normally get. Right. Um, that's There's actually, I believe um, Spectrum is looking into doing a service like that, an online um, only certain amount of packages. Mm -hmm. I've been saying for years what cable needs to do is actually do a real a la carte thing where you go through and yeah. say, okay, for 20 bucks a month, you get 15 channels. What 15 do you want? Yeah. Yeah, because it, it's a complete ripoff to have to get channels individually. Yeah. And to just have well, to... Well, no, like, they have to get them in packages. Well, no, you can get channels individually. Oh, okay. But you pay 10 or 15 bucks for a channel. Yeah. Ah, okay. You know, whereas you may as well upgrade to the next package and get 20 channels more. Yeah. You know, but um, that's, that is the biggest problem is that they don't allow you for reasonable well, I, rates. I think the problem with some of that is, is um, it's not really with the cable companies. It's with the actual channel owners. Oh, yeah. They, because absolutely. they're the ones saying, like, um, say you want Disney, or you want one of the Disney channels. Disney's like, okay, well, if you want to have the Disney channel, you have to have these seven other channels come with it. Mm -hmm. So you have to pay more and get we all of these. You have to have all yeah. of the channels. Mm -hmm. yeah. You have to have all of our channels, not yeah. just one. Absolutely. It's like, for me, I would probably do, like, Disney XD. Mm -hmm. Because that's where all the cool stuff is. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like, we, we don't need Disney Junior, but we have Disney Junior. Yeah. Yeah. And it's okay. Because, you know, I just skip over Disney Junior. That's yeah. right. Oh, you know you're waking up watching what is it, Mickey Mouse Clubhouse or whatever it is they have on there now? Uh, yeah, no. Sure, that's what we do. We watch that. The sweet life of Zach and uh, anyway, never mind. No, he's Jughead now. He is Jughead in himself. Yeah. <laughs> so he, he left the mouse and now he's getting CW. But one of them is Jughead because they were twins, so one of them. Is yeah. Jughead. And one's them a big beer. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay, an another thing that's coming up, uh, interestingly, for fans of Stranger Things, um, Millie Bobby Brown just signed a deal to star in a series of movies based on the Enola Holmes Mysteries novels. Okay. Um, this is a series of... No it's a... Uh, it's a, an original character created by the author Nancy Ferrer, and it's actually... She's the teenage sister of Sherlock Holmes, and she has her own set of adventures. Interesting. Um, and this is... Uh, there are six novels which began coming out in 2006 and there's no um at the moment there's no uh, release date or production company so their legendary entertainment is behind it but there's no channel or anything like that yet interestingly though um millie is not only starring in it but is actually going to be a producer of the show oh she's 13 years old hmm. <laughs> well a lot of times that means i don't know Usually that means they're doing more than just starting. They've actually added something to it or mm -hmm. just the but fact I that mean, her name's on there. Yeah, I mean, it, it, she has actual involvement in it, which is pretty cool. Um, so that's something different that's coming out. And um, as This that, may have been something that she was reading already. Mm -hmm. and she's like, hey, I want to see this I mean, done. exactly. It came out in 2006 and she's 13 years old. So she's right yeah. in the age range for reading these books anyway. Right. Yeah. Um, so I just think it's kind of cool. If we find out more, we'll let you guys know. Um and back to comic book movies, because I have to. Uh, there is word that Fox, even though this Disney deal is going on, is developing a Kitty Pride 
X-Men solo movie. Okay. Um, and it's being developed by Tim Miller from Deadpool. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't, I don't know. I like I said, like we know, I've said before, it's like I don't read a whole lot of X-Men, but I don't know about Kitty Pryde holding her own oh, movie. Oh, um, she's she's one in the comics. She's one of the team leaders. Okay. Um, and oh. she's one of the most talented members of the team in terms of her abilities. Um, she she's also known to as Shadowcat as she gets yeah. older. She just is known by Shadowcat. Um, but she is, you know, on the big screen, she's gone through a lot of incarnations. Mm-hmm. There's always been a, yeah. already been a couple of actresses before it even got to Ellen Page right. playing her. I would almost like her to continue playing that character. It would be cool if it was Ellen Page. It depended. It would depend on where they went with it, but I think yeah. that would be cool for her to con- continue playing her as Shadowcat. Well, that's one of the um, things that Fox has, I think, done right, is the fact that the X-Men <clears throat> universe of movies right now is still actually... The same universe they started back with the original X Men movie, mm-hmm. even with the changes of new actors in there, because the way they did the um, timeline shift, mm-hmm. it's still yeah. the same series of movies. Well, and what I see out of this though is that they want to get a female-led movie out of the X Men, but they don't want to bring back Jean Grey yet again. Right, like, yeah. she's the one they always focus on, and of yeah. course, Dark Phoenix is coming out anyway. Right, so that's kind of going to be a female-led story anyway. Right, um, but this is a way to keep in their X Men universe with one of the strong female characters. And if they're developing it now and writing something for it, it's likely Disney will actually take hold of it and could make it a way of bringing the X-Men into the rest of the MCU. Yeah. And it'll be it'll definitely be more actiony the thing is like with uh with Jean if they if they were to do something surrounding uh, around Jean Grey it could be it'll be actiony but it'll be more superpowery whereas she's like, very emotional. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> whereas like Shadowcat um has no problem getting her hands dirty. Uh, she was. She got some. She got a good bit of her hand to hand training from Wolverine, and so she's as far as fighters go. She's one of the best fighters uh, of the X Men. So mm-hmm. yeah, okay. she's like no joke. That would be interesting if they would have her and like Rogue and maybe some of the other female characters in the '90s that weren't as mm-hmm. prominent, but they were still there. Yeah. Yeah. See, for me, it's like I would like to see because since they've done the reset, we've not seen anything from like Storm. And for me growing up, Storm was one of the major characters of X-Men. Because, well, but that's because I grew up on the 90s X-Men cartoon. Yeah, but cartoon. see, that's, that's one of the other issues. Storm has been a big presence in those earlier X-Men movies. Yeah. So you want to actually bring in other characters yeah. who haven't had... that Characters you can play with more. Mm-hmm. Where people don't have as many preconceived notions about what they're like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, this brings me into the, the final story for this week. Because it came out once again. Marvel is finally going with a Black Widow movie. Um, They are finally... They've hired a screenwriter to write a script for it. Um, and That's because they realized they're late to the game on that one with Red Sparrow. Or is it Red Sparrow? It's that's Red, and that, that's just it. It's not even mentioned in any of the any of the articles I found, but it just happens to be the week when the Red Sparrow trailer is really hitting big, and people are talking about it as, "Hey, is this the Black Widow movie we've wanted for a while?" And all of a sudden, "Hey, we're gonna have a Black Widow movie." Yep. Um, now the thing is, Marvel has not announced the Phase Three movies yet. Mm-hmm. So this would obviously be part of that mm-hmm. because it would be a few years down the line. Yeah. Um, part of the questioning about what this would be about 
won't really be decided until after we see um, Infinity War and the follow-up mm -hmm. because we don't know what happens to her. Right. Um, so it's a matter of will it be a flashback story um, and, and does it mean that she survives Infinity War? Um, but the big question I found on one of the blogs, which I thought was interesting, was that even though they've announced this as a solo Black Widow movie, could it actually mean that this is, they, they're actually going to go with an all-female Avengers film, and they're just using Black Widow as the main character for that. Oh, kind of like Civil War. Yeah. <laughs> but but making it like the all-girl team. Yeah. Um, that it would be Natasha-centric, it would be more of a spy, assassin type of movie, and you could bring in Gamora and Maria Hill and Wasp, you could have an entire team and have Natasha be the leader of the next phase of Marvel movies since Captain America and Iron Man are phasing out. Mm -hmm. Because someone else has to take the lead on them if they're, yeah. if they're well, leaving. I could also see, though, if, um, the, with the, if the two of them leaving, I could see them handing off Captain America to Falcon finally. Because um, Sam Wilson in this, we've already built as a major character, mm -hmm. right. and uh, that actor I think is sticking around for a while. Mm -hmm. He is. And, well, it's either him or or Bucky because they've both played Captain. Let's say has Bucky been Captain America? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't know that the character of Bucky you see on screen. I can't see being Captain America, even even though he's toned down the Winter Soldier side of it. He's still not got the screen presence of like Captain America. No, whereas, that's true. Um, whereas Falcon. He is an American soldier. He is, he's basically Captain America with wings, anyway. Yes. The character yes. they portrayed on screen is Captain America with wings. Right. <laughs> That's true. So it wouldn't be hard that difficult to see him step into that mantle. Mm -hmm. True. But see, if something would happen to Cap, then I think Bucky would it would do, do something to him. Would I think it would, to, yeah. To switch. I don't think they're going to... Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I don't see them killing Chris Evans and Captain America. Mm -mm. But I could see him st finally stepping down and saying, you know what, I need to retire. I'm going to retire this Well, see, the now. thing is, yeah, he... Chris, walk away from Chris it for a while. Chris Evans has said he would walk away from Cap, but not Steve. Yeah. So... Which is... A, actually, if I remember, I did, like so, I said, I don't read Marvel, but... He could just this get is hurt. What, yeah. He, he can get hurt, or that's what he did in the comics a couple times. He just mm -hmm. walked away and said, you know yes. what, I'm going to yeah. retire for a while. He has. Well, and then he gets time. dragged back and in, obviously. And he had an but... older Steve Rogers, too, so he yeah. was kind of forced to retire. Well, no, and he did catch a bullet in the head. Yeah, but he, well, they thought he was dead at one but point. But then they sent him back in time, <laughs> and then, you know. You know what would know be interesting? If they um, reconcile Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. with the Avengers movies, finally, so that they realize, oh, wait, Coulson's still here and stuff, and they actually bring back S.H.I.E.L.D. and let Steve step up, to the leader of S.H.I.E.L.D. maybe. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so that Falcon could be Captain America and Steve Rogers is just, That's it true. takes Nick Fury's spot. That's true. Which, and are see, we getting Nick Fury in the event, in the Infinity War movies? Uh, is Sam Jackson in these? You, there, there's, or that's no, just the rumors. No definitive word. There's no definitive think. word. Nobody said anything. Although, because after what was it, Civil War, he just kind of like here, have this. I'm leaving again. I I think he's gonna be back. I <laughs> I think he's gotta that, be. I think he's to wrap his back. Because well, Infinity War is supposed to wrap up the first two phases, right? Mm -hmm. Well, he's a lo he's a major loose end. Yeah. That's like the. If he's Agents not in the Shield. first one, he'll be in the second one. Yeah. Coulson needs to be in these movies somewhere because that's another loose end. Letting really. them know that he's alive. Yeah. Is a big thing. I want to know how they don't know he's alive at this point because if you watch the show and how far it's around, the whole government's looking for Coulson. How did the Avengers not know about this? They're busy. <laughs> they're, yeah, they're, they're, they're busy saving the world. They've been whereas... busy with aliens themselves, okay? I mean, cities and. Like, now they're busy with Thanos. <laughs> I mean, they, 
officially they saw his shield go down, but then you see in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. that the co- the organization was still up and running, no problem. It's like, the Avengers would know this. <laughs> yeah, but not necessarily the Coulson's involved. Right, yeah. See. Natasha would. Yeah, I think no, with her, with her um, connections and well, stuff. Well, see, the thing is, though, we, we know that... Maria for the, knows. For the most part, the Avengers don't know, but there's no saying that someone like Natasha doesn't. That's true. Yeah, you got to think. Know, individually, are... and they're not saying anything because they're not the, supposed the, to. Natasha would know and not say a word. Yeah, exactly. Because if I remember, Maria. Well, yeah, Maria Hill's been on the um, mm-hmm. show. Yeah. So it's like she knows. She knows for sure. Yeah. So so yeah. So we're finally getting Black Widow, and and actually, if they did go into the all girl team movie, they'd definitely one up DC entirely. Mm-hmm. Because DC has nowhere to go with the all-girl team because they haven't introduced anyone except for Wonder Woman. That's <laughs> yeah. True. So you're not going to have a team of Wonder Woman and Lois Lane and, you know. No, you could do a DC team a up with all-girls. A resurrected Martha Wayne or something. You'd have to, well, they'd have to establish a, bun- a lot you, more. You, uh, Mira, you could you have know. Mira from Aquaman. I mean, there you go. Yeah, Mira actually... Um, in the comic books, a lot of times Mera and Aquaman are interchangeable. Depending yeah. on, they're both on the Justice League, depending on what's going on. Yeah. Like if Arthur is doing something in Atlantis, Mera's on. But you know, Justice DC's League. having a hard enough time with establishing yeah. their own universe mm-hmm. right now. Well, you don't have any more news right now, right? <laughs> well, that kind of gets us into where we were going to talk about yes. a little bit today, and um, and how the DC and a lot of the other, it seems like Marvel is the only company right now that can figure out how to get a universe off the ground and actually have a wide range of movies. Right. There's right. a couple other ones that are doing okay. Universal uh, is doing, or was it Universal that put out Godzilla, the new Godzilla? I believe so. In yeah. King Kong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're doing okay with that because the, God, the Godzilla in King Kong Skull Island or Kong Skull Island did pretty good. Right. I but, didn't even think about that, that one. Well, yeah, but they're technically not a universe yet. But uh, no, because they know the end of Kong Skull Island actually does have. They, I think. Godzilla or something has a um, there's a little thing on a post credits. Well, yeah, but an, East, an Easter egg doesn't count as a universe yeah. yet. They have to have their crossover movie to be a, to be well, a universe. TV or movie studios has been since movies started been trying to link movies together. Mm-hmm. You look, I don't remember who put these out, but look at Dick Tracy back in the '40s. There was like seven movies that were all part of the same universe. It was all Dick Tracy. It was basically him. It was sequels, but that still links the together. Sequels is not a not a universe though. It's a, it's a different well no for it's that like, time that was like frame. saying like every every like Halloween movie is a universe and that, no it's not it's just sequels a bunch of sequels I, th- that doesn't make a universe that's just sequels yeah. to one character's well, storyline this is but that's the origin of where this idea comes from a lot of times so it's do stuff like that or crossovers like, um, is what makes a universe yes yeah. well, sort of like a so would you say a Jason versus which one Jason versus Freddy when I did Jason versus Freddy there but the thing is though. There was no intention behind making a universe. That's yeah. true. That's that true. was just a, we've had these two big bads that everyone wants to see go up against each other. Yeah, that's, true. That doesn't okay. make a universe. Right. I do got to see that movie, though. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, well, I was going to say that. The other one that was um, a, seri- a series of movies like this would be, um, remember Blondie and Dagwood from the co- comic strips? Mm-hmm. They had like 10 movies back in the 40s and 50s. Yeah, they had a the, series, so like, that's another series one. of movies. Yeah. But, um, but you bring it forward, it's like they've... Uh, They've been trying. Marvel seems like the one that's figured out how to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if you look at the... Um, the problem is, everybody and everybody wants to do what Marvel's done. Right. The problem is that you look at what they've done, and no one can figure out, how did Marvel do this? Well, why, look. When they made Iron Man, they didn't say, we're going to start an entire universe built on Iron Man. They put one Easter egg in the end of it. 
Like you said, an Easter egg doesn't make a universe. Mm-hmm. Iron Man did not create the Marvel Universe. Right. No. But they said, okay, we got Iron Man. Let's make the next movie. They make the next movie, Incredible Hulk. Which really, it's in the universe, but only because of the Easter egg at the end. Well, it's only because it's the same Marvel universe as a whole. Yeah. It's not. It wasn't their movie universe. Yeah, but yes. see, but you have, you you do have Tony Stark talking to Thunderbolt. Right. About. But, but two movies don't make a universe yeah. either. No. Yeah. What no, it is, is but Marvel started slow mm-hmm. and didn't go, intentionally say we're going to start or. Back behind the scenes, they may have been saying, hey, we're going to start a Marvel movie let's universe. Call, let's connect. But they didn't throw it out to everybody and say, right. hey, this is what we're doing. Look at um, Warner Brothers with DC. Mm-hmm. Look at um, Universal. We're going to um, say the horror movies because that's the ones that really haven't taken off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a couple other ones that have tried to do it now. Um, like Sony keeps saying they wanted to do, or no, it wasn't Sony. It was I think Fox is doing the Alien one. They're trying to do a bunch of different Alien movies. It's like you're planning ten movies to, yeah. that are all going to fit together. It's like, make one good movie. Well, like, with Marvel, like you said, they made a movie and put it in Easter egg. They made a second movie and put it in Easter egg. They waited for crowd reaction, and mm-hmm. then people were like, what's going on with these Easter eggs? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. These people are all connected <clears throat> in this story. And then Marvel was suddenly, yep, it's all connected. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then from that point on, you looked for the Easter eggs, and you start, and that's what created the universe was... Fan service, mm-hmm. yeah, really. Well, that's and that seems like that's the big no-no. The um, biggest swear word in movies is fan service. Mm-hmm. Right. Marvel has created billions of dollars on this. All these movies are fan service. Mm-hmm. That's the way it works. Yep. <laughs> um, the but, The Force Awakens. That entire movie. I love that movie, and it's um, probably in my top five for Star Wars. But that whole movie is fan service also. Mm-hmm. What it is, Marvel and um, Star Wars and stuff have figured out, if you give the fans what they want to see, they're going to keep coming to see it. Right. And then they're going to pull in others too. They're not just going to be just the fans. Mm-hmm. Right. You make a good movie and put in plenty of fan service, and you're going to get a wide range of people. Mm-hmm. You get, um, for the Marvel movies, you get old ladies going to see this. Yeah. <laughs> you do. Yeah. You get old men. You get um, little kids. You get everything. And it helps... Big time for fan service, but it does help that Marvel connects everything. That's true. Mm-hmm. I mean, it may not cross over the TV and movie universes. Technically but, it does, but... <laughs> well, no, but you have little mentions and Easter eggs mm-hmm. in all of them, whether it's Netflix or Primetime or the big movies, mm-hmm. even into the comics, even into the animated shows. Mm-hmm. Like, that right there is a universe, unquestionably, that no yeah. one has matched. No. I mean... Star Wars technically is just a bunch of sequels. However, well, until you got it, however, yeah. you have the TV shows that relate to it, the animated mm-hmm. shows that mm-hmm. relate to it, plus the books that relate to it, plus the comics, yeah. mm-hmm. and you have another trilogy of movies outside the Skywalker story coming, mm-hmm. and you have your anthology movies. I mean, they've created the universe kind of beyond the movies. Yeah, they branched off. And that's off. what's made their universe. Right. Well, DC that's... kind of has the movie comic slightly thing but they don't like to cross over anything <laughs> actually if you look at what they're doing in comics they do um, they are actually when something comes out in the movies they are they do push it in the comics but it's not directly what you're seeing on the screen right it's in but the background but it is it is nice that you are seeing parallels here they're they're trying to yeah. do the Marvel thing now, but they it's they still haven't worked it out with their TV series. Like they're yeah. completely separating. Well, the them. nice thing with DC is um, Marvel has a multiverse also, but mm-hmm. it's not as well known. 
DC has people have known for years and yeah. years and years that DC is billions of universes. Well, it's fifty-two technically, yeah. but they've even added to that already. There's already the dark universe. One hundred and four. Yeah, right now it's one hundred and four plus one hundred and five. Um, Apocalypse and New Genesis yeah, is outside of that. <laughs> There's a huge amount of different things going on with DC, which someone uh, well, at DC can't count. That's all I'm saying. Well, they, well, they Marvel did. Well, see, with the second Civil War, they did away. With their with their universe, but then they decided to bring back Ultimate, mm-hmm. which is what um, DC did with Crisis yeah. and all these other yeah, ones. So they, I mean, in the comic book world, they're changing it so often when mm-hmm. they do these things. So it's yeah, kind of just... like. But um, the thing with DC, like I said, since they've had this established multiverse, the TV, um, all the different, because you have um, Black Lightning that comes out this week. Mm-hmm. You guys probably already saw this. I, it's go- hopefully going to be awesome. <laughs> But uh, Black Lightning is separate officially, mm-hmm. or not officially, because they've never announced either way. Mm-hmm. But I'm seeing this is going to be another world. Mm-hmm. But it's like they they could very easily, without too much confusion, say the Flash Arrow universe we already has been established as Earth Prime. That's uh, mm-hmm. in TV. But Supergirl's on Earth 38. Black Lightning's in a separate world. The movies can be a totally separate world. Yeah. You could even say, well, they've even shown already. <laughs> um, well, you guys saw this. When Flash first goes into the Speed Force, you see, like, John Wesley Shipp's mm-hmm. Flash from the 90s is out you there do. somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. That's in a separate world. Um, yeah. Tom Welling has already said he would love to see, um, to come onto the show as Clark Kent, mm-hmm. but do the Smallville Clark Kent as a separate world. Right. So it's like, the way they've established this, they could very easily say it is all connected right. through the multiverse. Right. right. And it, there's your fan service, because you don't have to, because people who don't understand the multiverse... It, wouldn't even worry about yeah, well, it. It doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't care to them. That's the same thing with people who don't um, aren't into the whole universe of Marvel. Mm-hmm. Don't look for every Easter egg in the no. movies. No. But the fans go nuts for them. Well, and that's <laughs> just it. You can watch just the movies and you're perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. You can watch just the TV shows. You're perfectly fine. Yeah. Um, DC is struggling with their movie universe because I think they spent far too long worrying about all these different versions of Batman movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To begin with. That well that that's the <laughs> same thing we've been saying. It's the Warner Brothers executives being yeah. the old guys sitting at the table. <laughs> right. And and mechanical spider. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so they worried too much about one character and then another character was being Superman mm-hmm. before they started to establish something. But then you have looking outside of comics, the most recent successful universe creation has been Harry Potter. Yeah. You have But really that's a, that's also what you were saying about just a series of movies. No, no, no. You have all the Harry Potter movies. Now you have the Fantastic Beasts. Well, yeah, they they've started to build a universe as well. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's the that's the most recent success because you had it and again, all fan service mm-hmm. because you have fans who read all the books, they were going to go see all the movies. Mm-hmm. So they knew about the Fantastic Beasts, I guess catalog more than anything. Mm-hmm. It wasn't really a book. Mm-hmm. Um and then you start creating movies out of that. And there's that play that's the future of Harry oh, Potter. Yes, that's, right. I that's, about that's that. been out there too, that people have even just read the script of and not even necessarily had to go see the play. But they've seen that as well. So it's kind of gone in a different direction. And mm-hmm. kind of you could almost say a, a, a literary direction right. going from the books to a play as well, well. Another one that did really phenomenal because um by doing The Hobbit, they built more of a universe, would be mm-hmm. the uh, Tolkien universe. Mm-hmm. But that one is was already written for them. All they had to do yes. was make a movie. Right. Right. They didn't They didn't really go beyond. Yeah. But again, but there's, there's, there's a lot of things that just went with, yeah. like Harry Potter just went mm-hmm. with the books to begin well, with. Well, that, that's where Amazon's going to come in, I think, with this um, Lord of the Rings TV series. Mm-hmm. Is they're going to be able to expand a lot more into it, and, you, yeah. and we, maybe we'll bring in even more from like the Silmarillion and some of these other places. And right. see, that's just it. That's where we're getting... 
deeper universes now, the fact that people are accepting these things as TV series. Right. Yeah. All of these various things, mm -hmm. like not even just the network stuff on CW or with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and stuff, but just beyond that, mm -hmm. the original series we're getting that are related to the comics or related to certain sci-fi yeah. or relate it's expanding it outside of the movie theaters where people aren't expecting it and they're actually accepting it though mm -hmm. i mean truth is like um as awesome as i think jessica jones is jessica jones would not have done well in the theaters no no that, that, no. that story needed a and, long form. and actually if you look at it the, that one's that one and iron fist are the two that still are kind of struggling with with no, outside just, of uh, geeks love these. Jessica Jones that, is the one show that most mainstream people watch. Yeah, wow. Jessica yeah. Jones is a struggle. It's, it's it's the most accessible because yeah. it's the least super powered. Yeah, yeah. Like, and I think as I think as far as with Iron Fist, people just don't understand. The, the only character. thing that yeah. would have worked on screen if they had not done the shows is to either do a Power Man Iron Fist movie mm -hmm. because you could get both of them yeah. mm -hmm. and it would be very super powery mm -hmm. or but you would also get that buddy cop feel exactly that you get from them. Uh, especially based on the, the latest comic version is very buddy cop right. or a complete defenders movie right. that's the only way that would have worked is to have yeah. a big superpower movie the other ones well, that are more like Jessica Jones detective kind of thing it works better on the small screen yeah well that's doing a defenders movie I think you would have had to have the other movie, the other characters introduced first. Mm -hmm. uh, similar to the way, I don't think if they had started with Avengers, mm -hmm. I don't think it would have worked. No, 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 no. Because no. you'd have had to put too much time. Well, you saw with Justice League, we had to actually put a little bit in there of Cyborg and Flash and Aquaman. The thing is, though, before you get to Justice League, if they had gone the into the Defenders movie, they would have introduced those characters earlier in, in an Avengers but movie. But you or still would have like had that. to have the other movies to establish these yes. characters. That's yes. That's the problem. What part of the problem we had with Justice League was you knew two of the characters. Mm -hmm. right. The other three fans knew, that's but right. no one else knew who these they were. They tried to jump in too soon. If um, that, that's what that's the pro one of the problems we've seen with Warner Brothers is the fact that Warner Brothers themselves are rushing this. Mm -hmm. They want everything right now. Mm -hmm. Whereas um, Avengers was what five years or six years after yep. Iron Man. Yep. Yep. I mean, you had four or five movies beforehand. And I mean, they have the movies coming after, but yeah. it's not going to satisfy people who went to see Justice League and didn't get who these characters were. No. Yeah. They're not necessarily going to be lining up for Aquaman. They're no. not going to go back to see the movie or because Flash, now we know who they are. Exactly. It's like they're, that's, they did it the wrong way for sure, yeah, like right. the wrong order for well, sure. Well, the nice thing though is you look at Aquaman in that movie. And for me, I'm looking at it like, okay, I see where this story's going to go. This is going to be a pretty good story for this movie. Mm -hmm. Of him, that basically the ousted king who finally decides to take up the mantle and go back. That's a classic um, movie, or just storytelling. Mm -hmm. That's classic storytelling. If they do that, that's going to be a good movie. He had a decent intro in Justice League and was a... Well, because of his whole bro attitude, he was a likable <laughs> enough character for uh -huh. people to want to see. Yeah. And it gives what him happened. somewhere to go to become the rightful king of Atlantis. Slash and Cyborg, those movies are going to be so far out, people mm. aren't going to remember no. yeah. why they cared. <laughs> well, that, <laughs> you don't know if they're going to change anything with the new president of DC Films. Mm, exactly. exactly. And that's another one that Warner Brothers, the problem, they keep shooting themselves in the foot. Um, if, we'll get away from DC because DC, we've already <laughs> talked to many. But um, Warner Brothers is also trying to start, no, this is Universal. Universal. It's trying to start the, um, the dark universe. 
Yeah. And, um, and they've had two false starts already. Yes. The first one, it was just, it was a lackluster movie. I mean, Dracula Untold, I, Vicky and I enjoyed it mm-hmm. because it was a fun story. Mm-hmm. But to start a universe off of that wasn't that, but then they redid The Mummy and they tried too hard. They, they tried to bring it, they didn't make it a standalone film for the entirety of the film. They yeah. decided mm-hmm. they had to bring in this secret society. They had to bring in Dr. Jekyll. They mm-hmm. had, you know, all of this without really explaining what was going on. Well, like right. I said, Marvel, they build it with little Easter eggs, one yeah. or two, and that's it. Just one and, or two. And, and they, I think the biggest problem here is that Universal thought having Tom Cruise was going to be enough. Yeah. Yeah. That was going to bring enough people in to get them involved in their little universe that yeah. they could continue from there. And they, they're they planning a universe, but they're not planning it well. Well, they also started, said, hey, we're going to make one movie and build a universe off of this one movie. What have we said about the ones that established? Harry Potter had seven movies or eight movies. Then they're build, expanding past that. Mm-hmm. Um, but those are all pre-written. Yeah. They were all in the books. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, Marvel has done well, and they started with one, two, three movies and built. And then once they had a track record, people were, are actually going to come see this. Mm-hmm. They start expanding. Mm-hmm. Um, DC hopefully will do that eventually. But <laughs> well, DC's done that on TV. Yes. They started Was with they, Arrow. Arrow got two done seasons well in. On TV. Yeah. yeah, they did a season and a half on TV of Arrow, mm-hmm. and so people are liking this. Let's try a try another. Add pilot. a character in there and see mm-hmm. what happens. People love that character in there. Okay, let's go ahead and make a pilot and move on from there. And then from there, let's expand another one. Mm-hmm. And now CW has like seven TV series. Right. <laughs> but, well, I mean, it's like, uh, uh, which one was it? Um, well, Hasbro. Okay, well, Hasbro now is planning a. Yeah, and, uh, expand the universe as well, and they kind of already have that to a certain degree because they know that people will go will see GI Joe yeah. with a different uh, with a decent story. People will see Transformers with a. They've decent already story. created those individual lines. Well, they also know from IDW that comic fans will actually accept the universe. Yeah, because how's, yeah. how's the expanded universe they've, in the IDW doing? Crossed over the crossovers yeah. in the IDW are doing great right yes, now. Yes, they are. And they've added mask. Uh, what is it? It's Micro- GI Joe, Micro, uh, Micronauts, right. Mask, Transformers, and Rom, and Rom Space Knight, mm-hmm. which came out of no. Micronauts and Rom Space Knight come out of nowhere. <laughs> they just decided we've got them. We're throwing them in. We got <laughs> okay. It's seventies Marvel Marvel comics. Let's toss them into here. And the thing is, this is going to get people because it's not superpowers. Right. No. It's it's robots and giant things and explosions and military mm-hmm. and special forces. And, yeah. And, yeah. So it's it's different enough from the comic book movies, even though these are technically comic book movies. Mm-hmm. As no, long as they, they gonna... don't, as long as they don't decide to go in with their license on My Little Pony, then we're good. So <laughs> really, when we do this, though, are they gonna? Um... Okay, only if they do My Demon Ponies. Instead. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Heather gets some do, exactly. design some of their ponies, ponies. <laughs> but. Um, are they now when they do this? Are they going to actually take the GI Joe and Transformers that have already been out and work those into it? You can. Yeah. You, I, I, I don't know. know what they. I don't, I don't know that they've come out with that yet. How see, I, I don't know, but I can't see them. <coughs> but that if they did that, you got to think what we said with ones that have worked so far. That's what you do. You take movies and you expand past mm-hmm. that. Right. If they would take well, what's I mean, already established, they've and got this spin-off Bumblebee movie coming. Yeah. Right. And the thing is, there's Wait, Vicky just had a, the, a brainstorm. What? Oh, I was going to say, what they need to do is they need to get Cobra and G.I. Joe join forces against heroin. They actually did that in the comic books. <laughs> I know they did. What was it? There was one or two. There was a short they, they miniseries. Had, they did a TV show on that. 
Yeah, there was an mm-hmm. episode of the TV show that did that where Jason yeah. and Cobra were working against, together against yeah. drugs. Yeah, the, the whole drug thing. They yeah. all, at least at least at one point, all of the comics and that have all done the drugs are bad yeah. issues or episodes. Yeah. <laughs> so but now where are we going? Well, see, they um, I believe, I mean, the the thing is, there's enough for GI Joe, for the I think if they want. I think I think they are talking a reboot though. Mm-hmm. They are talking about a reboot for GI Joe. I can't see them completely rebooting Transformers because that's a lot hey, of work to do. They can reboot GI Joe as long as they bring back Duke. Channing Tatum was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ignoring that. Sitting right next to you. I'm ignoring that. <laughs> I'm ignoring that. Hey, I'm not defending. You can get punched all you want. <laughs> um. But uh, it's going. I I think that's going to be really interesting because with each of these um, properties, you you're going to have a completely different movie, kind of like what what Marvel did. Because like with mm-hmm. Captain America, that's sort of spy mm-hmm. yeah. kind of thing. With with uh, Iron Man, that's more techno. Mm-hmm. Uh, with uh, Thor, you kind of get into more slightly more fantasy kind of thing. And then they kind of, then you kind of bring them all together, you know. It's going to be interesting to see how they bring it together. If you look at how dark the Transformers movies have gotten Mm -hmm. versus like kind of like the real world G.I. Joe feel. Right. It'll be interesting to see what they try to do. I got I to laugh. If you watch the G.I. Joe movies and see a real world G.I. Joe. Well, in the well, if you consider 60 years in the future. If you consider who's in office right now well, versus what Cobra's like. Um, well, no, I'm thinking, uh, no, I was thinking just the tech no, that G.I. Joe is using. No, I was just talking about the setting itself. Okay. Um, well, I mean, but see, G.I. Joe. But that, but that tech could be upped. To become something that fits in with Transformers, right? Yeah. Maybe well, see, it's 2049 now, by that point. <laughs> well, see, I mean, because in Mask, the story for Mask now is oh yeah, that is way ahead. They took, they 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 took the technology from the Transformers. That actually makes sense. Along with uh, along with the uh, military training from GI Joe, mm-hmm. and they were able to take vehicles and transform them from what looks like a sports car mm-hmm. to a tactical vehicle. That and, actually makes yeah. sense if you if you're a kid who actually played with mass toys or watched the show. Mm-hmm. That was basically a combination GI Joe Transformers. If you together. start small scale like that, it yeah. makes sense to eventually get to where the Transformers are. And and so and that's what and that's what's happened and that's what's going on in the show. And, and as a matter of fact, Miles Mayhem was a was a part of GI. He was actually a part of the original uh, action team that GI Joe mm-hmm. started. And basically, he turns traitor and takes the uh, technology, stole some of the GI, some of the uh, mass technology, takes it over to Cobra, and then he basically Cobra funds Venom. Nice, which so, actually but, makes sense even if you just go with the names of the <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> Cobra Venom. But um, <laughs> now, well, see, uh, one of the ones we haven't talked about is Valiant. They yes. are just beginning. Um, to kind of What's try their to first branch mo- out. Have they even started their movie, first movie yet? Um, well, but, but actually, did they announce a universe yet? They haven't. <laughs> their first is a web series. It's been it's been out. Um, Ninjak versus the Valiant Universe. Okay. One of their main characters is Ninjak. Um, and I mean, if you don't know the rest of the characters, it doesn't matter. But basically, he takes on the whole un- Valiant Universe. So it kind of introduces you to all the heroes across the universe. 
what right now they're talking about doing a bloodshot movie. Okay. Um, and that's another one of their big characters. He has um, nanowatts in him. He's an assassin. It's a very cool character. Look him up. Kylan just got the first book because I told him he finally had to read it. So he just got yeah. The so you, you guys but, will hear me hear me talk about it. But they're talking. Yeah. They're they're finally talking about doing a movie. The the talk has been that Vin Diesel may star. If you've seen Bloodshot, he's a big bald guy. Like I mean, it fits. Yeah. Even, even though he's completely white and he has a big red spot on his chest, but. Um, but anyways, they're talking about doing that. So they've already started with the web series, and they're looking at going into the movies. So they're slowly... Valiant being a smaller publisher doesn't have the big bucks yeah. to be able to do what Marvel and DC are doing. So it's a good thing they've started with the web series, and they're starting slow. And actually, Bloodshot in the web series is played by Jason David Frank of oh, okay. Power Rangers fame. So, you know, if, if you want to catch him doing that. Um, <laughs> no. So... So that's out. That that's another one that's slowly gonna start. It's not gonna be a big universe even when it comes out, but it's very slowly yeah. starting. Now um, another one that kind of was there, but they didn't link it. To, if they linked it together, it'd been awesome. Was um, Dark Horse with um, Hellboy? Because mm -hmm. they put two Hellboy movies, and then wasn't that BRPD or whatever that it bombed? Yeah. But that's all. That's part of the same universe in, the, in that's Dark their, Horse. Um, Even though they didn't link it in the movies, which I think they should have, but yeah, unless they're planning on linking that to the new Hellboy movies. That that was their police department, and um, for for getting what is it paranormal? I forget what the whole VPRD stood for, mm -hmm. but um, that was a fun. No wait movie. wait wait. Was that no? I'm thinking RIPD or something like that. But I still think it was. Oh. I, I think I think that's the one that's linked to them, though. That that's the dark horse. It was with Ryan Reynolds and yeah. um, um, Jeff Bridges. Old guy, yeah. Um, the old guy. <laughs> but I think that is well, that linked to Jeff them. Bridges has moved into playing the old guy. Yes, he, he is. He's the old guy. He's embraced being an old guy. That that was a fun movie. If you didn't watch it, it was fun. Um, but yeah, the new Hellboy. I don't know where they're going with that. Yeah, we'll find out soon. I love Ron Perlman, but um, David Harbour or. What's his last Har name? Is it Harper? No, it's Harbor or something like that. But looking Lots of at what things. he would look like, and they've—I think they put out some um, promo stuff for that, haven't they? They've already put out. It's his, like, dude, he looks like Hellboy, and he is jacked up. That's not all makeup. That is him being all muscle bound, and because he has promised fans that he'll go back to the dad bod for Stranger Things. <laughs> <laughs> Well, like, I, I thought it was funny because there was a one scene in Stranger Things where somebody offers him a donut or something. He's like, no thanks, I'm trying to lose weight. Just, <laughs> I, well, it's going to be, um, I just hope that at some point they at least let Perlman have a cameo in there. Because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. he did a great Hellboy. Yes. He did, absolutely. I mean, he was Hellboy, unquestionably. Yeah. You know, it makes me think about, uh, was that um, caught on the copy at the... The kid, we had this kid that was cosplaying as Hellboy, mm -hmm. and yeah. the kid was he Cigar was Perlman's, Perlman's Hellboy. It yeah. was awesome. I'm just like he actually got it from the video game. Yeah, he did. <laughs> that was from the video game. I guess. Oh my gosh, he got it. Well, you gotta think the, the age of that kid. He may have never seen the Hellboy no. movies. No, he didn't know. He about wasn't even born when the Hellboy movies were made. He never watched any of those. He got it from the video game, um, which is the one <sighs> where one? it's the fighting one. Oh yeah, for, he got it from. Um, Oh, what's the what DC's? Um, it's the one that you're like that doesn't make sense. Yeah. Um, oh, what's the DC fighting game that just not Infinite Crisis? Um, it's one of those. 
Injustice. Injustice. He yeah, got it Hellboy's from actually in Injustice too. That's where he which got makes it. Well, no, that's just that's. I think it's Netherrealm makes that game. Oh, and okay. like Sub Zero's they in there. Crossover. There's a couple yeah. of characters that they bring in. I guess that was a fan voted one. It's mm-hmm. kind of like the Marvel Capcom thing. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, it's the, the, any character that's not DC that they bring into there. I keep screaming. That's like, wait a minute. DC has hundreds of characters. You can't put <laughs> another DC character in there. Yeah, but they, they want to bring in the they want to bring in the gamers. The, yeah. If yeah. a gamer can get gets a chance if to play, they get the most from the gamers. Go with the gamers. Yeah. 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 So if the gamer right. gets to play as a Scorpion, then you know that trumps Richard Dragon or Mortal or, Kombat would have made a good universe. If yes. Yeah. Out with that. Yeah. <laughs> well, that Mortal Kombat had a good, decent start. I thought their first movie was really, really good. These were actually decent. I mean, especially for being made in the nineties. For the time, exactly. For the time they were out, they weren't as hokey as they might have ended up. No. And a couple <laughs> of years ago, they tried to restart it a little bit with the web series they put out, mm-hmm. right. which was another. I thought. Excellent take on it. Yeah. The web series is really good, but I mean, you, know. you you need not only fan support but company support behind yeah, you because you, you got this is money. Okay, yeah. well, so you know, and actually, uh, I was doing a little. I did do. I I was doing some research on the book, and I discovered that there is there was a, a three movies that are a shared universe that was well, not geek, but I just thought it was interesting. Uh, was it a uh, Bright Lights Big City? Mm-hmm. Um, less than zero and American Psycho all within the same universe and because there's a, characters are mentioned between the books oh okay and so yeah it's all within that same little but they're different authors aren't they no didn't well then they may be different authors I was going to say because Brett Easton Ellis I don't think he wrote the other two he wrote American Psycho right but he but characters that are hmm. mentioned between the other two I actually mentioned in uh, so it's the same it's, it's the same world they never really create any universe out of it because that's a very geek thing to do and not just a right <laughs> there's been a couple of other ones that are like drama. that there's <laughs> a couple other ones that are like that um, every once in a while there's a oh. comedy that'll do something like that where they'll mention like yeah. well so actually network comedies of, network comedies have done that for years speaking of universes view askew Yes. yes. Kevin Smith yes. Is, yes. is an entire universe in and of Which itself. Is, and it's funny because he'll have the same actors playing different characters mm-hmm. in the same universe. Exactly. He's he's had his um, Jay and Silent Bob movies, but there's also been other movies outside of that with, again, same actors. Like Chasing Amy had Ben Affleck mm-hmm. in one of the lead roles, well, whereas he yeah. was the security guard in Mallrats. Right. He, no, you know, he was actually, no, he was that no, really he was jerky manager. Yeah, manager, he was manager of fashionably male. And then yeah. he, was a, he was in Dogma. And he, I mean, he's best friends with Kevin Smith, so he's yeah. done everything for him. But um, but yeah, that that is actually its own universe too. That's true. Well, Jan, Jan and the Bob were the connecting thread on all that. Yeah, but it yeah, started with Clerks. Yeah, and they showed up there in as side characters. Right. Ended up getting their own show. They had a cartoon series. Mm-hmm. They have action figures and comic books. And then you remember Catching Flies? You had Jay and Silent, or was it, or was it just Silent Bob and Catching Flies? But it was an uns, it, mm-hmm. it was an unspoken like a, there was no uncredited. He was uh, completely uncredited. just in the background. Yeah, he's just in the background. <laughs> but what was he, it? It's called Catching Flies. Never and heard it was, of it. I forget. We watched it, but mm-hmm. it was... It was just one of those obscure Kevin Smith things. Yeah. Huh. But then well, he, had, <laughs> he has, like, what was it? Tusk and um, and um, um, Yoga Hoser. Yeah, but yes. if I remember it, those are a new universe thing that he's building. Those weren't part of USQ. 
Technically, no, no. They're, but they are related in themselves. Yeah. Like they're <laughs> well, the cool thing with VSQ is there's plenty of stuff. There's little things in there that um, the characters talk about. I did this yesterday or something. Then in one of the other movies, they referenced mm-hmm. that something was happening off screen, and so all of them know about this off screen thing that happened. Exactly. Um, I think there's something with a pool. Someone got knocked into a school pool, swimming pool, or something. Mm-hmm. There's a, a couple other things in there that there's, the donkey show is mentioned multiple times. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then then there's the the debates over. Um, was it a Star Wars debate or something that was in one of the movies that they the were at The clerks that? had the one about the um, destruction of the Death Star. Yeah, but yeah. that continues into another movie. It's mentioned mm-hmm. again. Okay. Right. And then there's the the Tolkien thing that continues through a couple of movies because the one guy that was in Clerks is at that um, movies? The, the movies, fast yes. Food, fast food place talking to someone on the computer. No, no, no. That was actually uh, <coughs> Clerks 2. That was close to because okay. two takes place in movies. Okay, okay, because that was that he was he was continuing to talk to someone about screwing up with their universe and stuff. Yeah. Like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, it's like like I said, people have been uh, making these or the studios have been trying to make these universes, um, especially recently because then VSQ wasn't created to be a universe. No. No. Harry no. Potter was not created in the beginning to be a universe. No. Um, since Marvel, it seems like everybody has been trying to do this big universe mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sony announced with the new Ghostbusters movie, they're making a, they wanted to make a Ghostbusters universe, and all of a sudden it doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, but in the comics, they 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 now have one coming out, or or just came out, maybe it's coming out, um, that has all the Ghostbusters in a single comic series. Oh, cool. So well, they're, that's, they're they're continuing in their series in, through the, in the, the comics. Themselves. I think the mid to late '90s, they had actually put out a second Ghostbusters cartoon. Where was the original Ghostbusters mm-hmm. training a new team? Yep. Yeah. And there was comic books that were related to that. Mm-hmm. Ghostbusters Extreme? Yeah. There Just was like G.I. Joe stuff. Extreme. Well, and you have the fact that Ghostbusters and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles are the same universe. They are? What? In the comics, they've crossed over multiple times. Yeah, but so is Batman and Ninja Turtles. Well, yeah, but <laughs> no, no, no. They're, they're more constant. In the in right. Ghostbusters and Ninja Turtles. It happens more than once. I can see that. I, I can see that. That would make sense in that world. Yeah. Okay. You know. Well, um, but it seems like some of these are doing phenomenal. Other ones are struggling, obviously. Um, we'll they, have, see. they have to remember fan service. Yeah. The only way you're going to make your universe work is if you listen to the fans from the start and mm-hmm. give them what they want because then they'll continue to watch your entire universe. Yeah. Fan service is not a dirty word. No. No. <laughs> no. Only if you want it to be. <laughs> so um, do we have anything else you guys wanted to cover? I think we've covered a lot of this we're stuff. Done. We did. So um, we're looking forward to um, all the fan service coming <laughs> in all these universes. I, I've got big hopes. I know Vicky does for the um, the kaiju universe being put together with Legendary <laughs> and um, Universal right now with mm-hmm. Godzilla, with King Kong. Uh, the next one up is Godzilla, King of Monsters, isn't it? I believe that's the next one on the mm-hmm. list. And then after that, it's supposed all to be King Kong if versus do Godzilla. This, this crossover, they actually better do it right. Yeah, it better well, not be the American Godzilla. Or the, no, the people they have making it so far have done, I think, a pretty good job at it. So, King Kong vs. Godzilla is two movies out, but we are supposed to be having that. Mm-hmm. So hopefully that does well. We know um, Legendary also does Pacific Rim, yep. which that universe would be no problem stepping in with Godzilla and King Kong. Oh. Someone has to fight them eventually. <laughs> They've you been getting all the Yeagers. training, fighting these other kaijus. Yeah, <laughs> but we know the, the Godzilla movie took place um, on, at modern time. Mm-hmm. King Kong took place in the 70s. Mm-hmm. I don't know where the next two are, but the Jaegers are another 100 years in the future, mm-hmm. or however many years in the future from now. Yep. So you never know. They could, they could actually span this in there. 
they could just go back to their formulaic something happens that knocks them out and they sleep for a really long time until there's some kind of explosion or earthquake or something wake that them wakes them up that's a, actually that's one that we didn't mention i will mention real quick because the original toho godzilla series is a universe mm -hmm. because mothra was its own movie but that's, that's part true. of they godzilla spun it out of it um, yeah. what's his name um the bir big bird um are rodan rodan, rodan was its own yep um, now, Gamera actually did cross into Godzilla, I think, for one movie. Mm -hmm. But then he had his own universe. Yep. <laughs> so it's like, that was a, a very, very successful, because they're still making original Godzilla <laughs> movies now. That's mm -hmm. true. <laughs> I mean, if it wasn't successful, they would not have been able to make Final Wars with 15 or 20 different monsters in it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> there you go. See, we still got to do that um, show with Greg about the history of Godzilla. Yeah, oh my God. <laughs> you, know, I, you know, I did not realize how deep Greg was into oh he loves kaiju. kaiju. I was like oh okay yeah he loves kaiju with <laughs> Greg picks one or two topics and goes all in. And you know, okay. I, 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 it's just like I'm, I'm he doesn't surprised. wear it on his sleeve all the time. No, that's right, that's right. So um, I guess I, like I've been really good. Like I haven't talked about uh, which one is it? Um, I, I haven't talked about Voltron on here. <laughs> like I've been really good. We but, do need to talk Voltron. Oh my god that. The, the, the fourth the season, yeah. the way the fourth season. Oh, uh, anyway. well, maybe the fifth season should be out soon. Maybe when so. when it comes out, or right before, we'll do a recap, or right after, we'll do all the whole <coughs> new series. Compare. I need to go get out. I have the um, volume one of Go Lion, the original Japanese version of the original Voltron. Oh, you do in Japanese. Ooh. with subtitles. <laughs> I don't know. It depends on how much you love subtitles. I'll find subtitles. Tyler doesn't mind reading. Maybe because it. no, it's a totally different story. I figure. I'm There's a, the religious overtones Japanese, from Japanese. Um, Sven dies. But, yeah, I knew that. We knew. And it was his twin brother that comes back later. See, I figured that. <laughs> it's, you know, the whole thing with the cross on his chest, I was like. That's why in the new series, they actually killed Sven. Yeah. Wait, what? Yeah, was Sven in the new one? Yeah. yeah, was, yeah, yeah he went was. to the other universe. Actually, you, 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 you find Sven in a separate. on, on another planet. You find Sven. And he's just kind of like, he's kind of out of his head. Okay. Yeah, so. Well, that's going to be another show, though. Yeah. Because we started to this, this now, we're going to be going for another half hour. Yeah, yeah. so. No, no. So, here, yeah, I think it's about time. Um, did anybody else have anything else before we wrap this up today? Uh, no. Uh, remember, uh, January, what day is the Meeple cast? 27th. Is it the 27th? Mm hmm. Uh, last Saturday of January 27. is our um, anniversary. Come out, have a party with us at the Molten Meeple. Uh, 27th. Bring I still cookies. Make that up. <laughs> but he says to bring cookies. But um, other than that, the um, outpost is getting every two week we come in here, it's getting better. It's getting more stuff in here. Um, as as of uh, last week, Andy's update was that he's looking at March for opening, so that it'll be after an odd mall. Okay. Um, because we have an odd mall coming up in February. Yes, in February, the, and the sites are still up and down, up and down. So remember, odd mall. Expedition Elsewhere. Yes. Um, it's the it's a President's Day weekend, um, the Saturday was... and Sunday. Okay. In Canton, Ohio, and um, that'll be the next one. But that's why Andy's talking about opening the outpost sometime in March because he wants to have that out of the way, and wants to have a clear parking lot without having to remove snow <laughs> <laughs> for people to be able to come and see everything. That's right. Oh, I know. I've all drowned it in the parking lot on my way here. <laughs> so there you go. Okay, so with that, 
Remember, Geeksters, you can always find us at geekwatch1.com. Any news, information you want to know about us, um, from there you can find all of our social media. Everything that is available social media, you look Geekwatch1, you'll find us. If you put Geekwatch1 into a search bar somewhere and you don't find us, email us at geekwatch1 at gmail.com and let Ms. Dawn know and she'll take care of the problem. Not in a nice way. <laughs> <laughs> you can also find us on the networks of the Tangibound Network, tangiboundnetwork.com, and WeebyGeeks at WeebyGeeksPC.com. And then from the, um, Dawn and Kylan and Vicky and myself, and from the Oddball Outpost, just remember no matter where you go, there you are.